Hello world, this is Ingra with The Skinny Girl Speaks. So for those of you who are longtime listeners now, welcome back. Or even if you're new, if you're a returning listener, welcome back. And for those of you who are new, first timers, yay, welcome. I hope that uh, you enjoy this podcast and I need to get you to go back to some of the previous podcasts and just kind of do that whole binge thing. You know how when you're on Netflix and you find a show that you really like, you binge watch it. So I hope that you will binge listen to this podcast. (laughs) So I've got some exciting news. Uh, Just want to share this with you. As of today, so excited. As of today, the Skinny Girl Speaks podcast has been listened to in 14 countries. I just checked the data this morning and Puerto Rico, or I see, I can't say it the right way, y'all. So please don't slaughter me. I can't roll my R's to say Puerto Rico. I think I did it just a little bit there. But anyway, Welcome to whomever it is in Puerto Rico that is listening to the podcast. I really uh, pray that you're blessed. Uh, That just seems to be what God is doing with this podcast. He is blessing people's lives, making impact, challenging people, spurring them to growth. It's just been a fantastic journey so far. And I don't know why I feel like I'm shouting, I guess because I'm just, you know, a little excited. Okay, so let me let me bring it down. Let me calm down. Okay, so again, welcome to our newest listeners in Puerto Rico. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Okay, I want to move on. Oh, oh, here's another thing too. I do want to just encourage all of you to share the podcast share, share, share. Like the saying goes, sharing is caring. So if you have been impacted or blessed or challenged or spurred along in any kind of way from listening to this podcast, then um, don't you think you ought to share that? Yeah, you should. So just wanted to encourage you to do that. Um, I really do want to reach as many people as possible. It's really the reason why I'm doing this podcast. Um, I know that what the Lord has done in my life is not exclusive. So let me just start by saying that I'm not the only person that he is moving in their lives and, and doing all these kinds of things with. But I am one person and I am one person who he has said this needs to be shared. So I am sharing it. So I hope that as I share um, that you will share also. So let's go ahead and get into the topic for today. So I was texting with a friend of mine and just kind of began to line out what this journey, what this experience with God has looked like. For those of you who are new, I'll do just a quick recap. Well, first of all, regarding the title of this podcast, The Skinny Girl Speaks, I would encourage you to go back to the, I think it's like the second episode entitled, Who is the Skinny Girl? to find out why it's entitled that. Um, This is not about uh, weight loss and health in its entirety. There is an element of that. I will go ahead and say, But um, more so, it is my journey and how I have uh, learned and am learning to listen to the Holy Spirit 
and to walk out this thing called life accordingly. It's It's been exhilarating has been the word that I've used most often because it's the word that I think of when I think of being on a roller coaster. And that is my life still. It's It's been for a while now. But in any event, I was texting with a friend of mine and just kind of lined out what this journey has looked like, like what I did. Um, one of the things that I have started to, to share, even with individuals that I mentor, is that when it comes to following God, like, let me just back up. I remember a time when God would be doing like all these amazing things in my life. And when people would ask me, hey, you know, how did you get here? How did how did this happen in your life? How did that happen? And mind you, it's just not not huge things because it's not that my life has been like this, you know, big firework, but um, just little things like, hey, you know, how did you end up managing uh, three teams of people around the U.S. for Microsoft, you know, in recruiting. This just that kind of thing. I had recruiting schedulers that I managed in three different states. Uh, I don't have a degree. And so, you know, looking on paper, I shouldn't have had that position. But I know that it was God who blessed me with it. First of all, to even be working at Microsoft back then. Um, and then it was God who blessed me to, uh, to be able to, to be promoted. So one of the things that I, I share when I'm mentoring is that, and I think I heard this maybe from Joyce Meyer and and it's what started me to thinking about this. That is that God has a part and we have a part. And so while it's, it's great. And, and let me just say this very, 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 very clearly, we should always give the glory, the credit, the accolades to God because it is indeed him, you know, and I, I, I say the scripture, you know, it's in him that I live and move and have my being, you know, if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be able to do anything. But in, in addition to that, I have a part. And so that's what I wanted to, to kind of focus on a little bit because um, people have, have asked me this, you know, quite a bit. And that is, you know, how did you get to this place? Like some people literally, how did you get to this place being Colorado Springs? Um, others being, how did you get to this place, this place in, in God that you would take such a huge leap of faith um, and, and literally pick up your, your whole life? Well, actually, I didn't even pick up my life. I just walked away for my whole life as, as God was encouraging me to do. And so I want to share this with you. And, and I really do help that some hope that someone is encouraged and helped by this because, um, it was really good for me to kind of sit and unpack this while I was, uh, sharing with a friend. And so I thought I need to go ahead and do this as a podcast episode since I keep getting the question. I've hinted on it, um, in some of the podcast episodes, but I wanted to put it all in one place. So the first thing was I felt a prompting. Now, if you have listened to the podcast called, is that you God? That particular podcast um, was about how to hear God, like the the ways that he speaks. Um, actually, the fact that he does still speak was where I kind of started with that. But when feeling this prompting, that is actually one of the ways that God, quote unquote, speaks to me. 
there's like this this urge inside of me that I feel to to do something. And so this goes back about four or five years now when the whole Skinny Girl Speaks first started. And that is where um, I knew within me, just deep within me, that something more was coming. Like there was a, not, you know what? Actually, now that I think about it, huh? I think it may have been around that same time that I started to see 911. Wow, that's good. I started to see 911 a.m. and p.m. on clocks. All the, I mean, it was so consistent to the point to where it was almost daily. So I was talking to God, like, what What do you mean? Like, there's a sense of urgency. I know the days are getting wicked and, and, and you're soon to come, but exactly what does that mean? And so now that I'm talking to you all, see, you all are helping me. You are help. Look at that. Now that I'm talking to you, I realize that those two things coincided, this prompting, this this urgency in me uh, cor- corresponded with my seeing 9, 11 a.m. and p.m. on the clocks on just a regular basis. So that was another way that God was just speaking to me. It's almost like a preview uh, or a prelude to what was to come. And it was during that time, too, that the whole, like I said, the whole Skinny Girl Speaks concept started. And, and so I just knew, okay, that, that something was coming. Well, fast forward some years and, you know, uh, quite a bit came. One of the, the, the hardest things that happened was that my, my husband ended up, uh, he passed away. He transitioned from this life into, uh, heaven. And, um, while I was dealing with that while going through and managing grief and and trying to get through it because that was important not to just get over his death but to get through it I realized that um, my life obviously was completely discombobulated Um, like I mean I was still getting through the days I hadn't lost my mind or anything but kind of the direction that I thought I was going um, everything was just different because so much of who I was was tied to him. So without his being here, I felt like, okay, what God are you telling me to do now? So I began to, to, um, connect with a life coach and this was for just a short period of time and was making some really good headway, was doing really well, unpacking some things and coming to some really deep uh, realizations about myself, just learning more about myself. And that was in addition to what God was just already teaching me in my personal uh, prayer and devotional time with him. But with this life coach, I remember the very last um, session that I had with her, I, I, I heard God say just one word and that that's the second thing. So the first one was, I felt a prompting. The second thing was God spoke one word, one word. And that was Colorado. Now, when he spoke that word, yeah, as you can imagine, I was a little confused because when I say he spoke, it's like, it just popped up. That's, and I don't know if I, if I thought about, if I talked about this in the last, in that episode, is that you God? for when, when God is speaking, so to speak, it's like a thought just gets 
implanted in your head. And so I knew it didn't come from me. And just because I've, I have done this for a while with God, it's like the word says that, um, uh, Jesus said, my sheep know my voice and a stranger, they will not follow. So I knew it was God. I knew it wasn't me, Colorado. Like I knew nothing about Colorado. So to, to, to receive this thought that was just planted, I knew that it was God, quote unquote, speaking to me. So he spoke that one word. Okay. And so from there, I was like, you know, kind of scratching my head. I probably literally scratched my head at the time. But from there, I was like, okay, Colorado. And so I mentioned it to my life coach and she was like, well, then you need to sit and unpack that. Like you need to, you need to think about that because that's what I told her. Literally, I think God just told me to go to Colorado and he did. So, um, yeah, so a little time went by and this is the third thing. Uh, the third step was I did a little quote unquote research. Okay. So here's, here's where it gets really interesting for me. And, uh, I like to share this part because it was a teaching moment for me and I was excited about it. So when I heard God speak the word Colorado, he did not tell me where in Colorado. I knew that he was saying to go, but I did not know where. So why the reason why I say he was teaching me is because what God had already told me was or had already started sharing with me during my prayer time was you are asking me for specifics because I was going to God and I was like, Lord, like you are a specific God. You gave Noah like you lined out specific details on what that ark was supposed to look like. And he was able to build it. You were very specific when you told Moses what even the the attire for the priests was supposed to look like. Like all these details are in the Old Testament. Solomon's temple, like all these things God gave specific, even war strategies. You know, when when he was talking to, uh, I think one of the stories I think about most often is, is Gideon, when he told them, you know, you're going to have these lanterns. And when I give the, the word, you're going to break, you're going to light these lanterns and break these clay pots and it's going to be a commotion and the enemy is going to turn on themselves. You're going to be a fr-. like specifics, y'all, right? So when I was talking to God, just praying, I was like, Lord, I need specific info. And he very clearly told me that there are going to come times with him when he will not tell me every single thing, because those are times of growth. And what he wants wanted me to learn, and I am still, by the way, still learning, because it's just a hard lesson. I'm still learning that God is saying everything you need, I have already put that in you, especially, you know, growing to this particular place in my faith. He's like, for what's next, I've already put it in you. It's like, you're, you're not brand new at this. You're not a newbie. You're not a novice at this anymore. I've put so much in you. Holy Spirit lives in you. Your body is the temple, okay? So you should at this point be able to move forward and know that what you are praying, what you are asking, the moves you are making are in my will, okay? 
So again, and, and I do want to say this, this is not for everyone. I am again, just kind of just sharing what my experience and what my learnings, my takeaways have been. So God was saying everything you need. And I, I believe the scriptures in second Peter, everything that you need is for life and for godliness. Again, that's for life and godliness. That's natural and spiritual. He says, I have already put it in you through the knowledge of Christ. Christ lives in you. Holy Spirit is in you. Word is in you. Devotional time that you've been spending with me is in you. All that's there. Okay. So there comes a time, even with a teacher, once the teacher has deposited as much as as the student can handle at that time, there comes a time to take a test. And it's like I, I heard this old adage that the teacher is silent when you're taking the test. And if you think about it, teachers don't stand there giving you answers when you're taking the test. And then why do you take tests? You take tests to show how much you've grown, um, to to assess, you know, your growth, that kind of thing. So it's like God was has been due or was at the time and is still doing this with me. And he's like, look, I'm, I'm going to be quiet for a minute because I've already given you everything you need and you need to be able to move forward. The other thing that I'm learning is that there are times when um, God will put multiple choices in front of you. And here we are still saying, okay, God, which one do I choose? They all look great, but I only want the blessing. I only want to make the choice that you want me to make. And God is saying, they're all great. Choose one. You choose. Y'all, he gave us free will. And it's not like God takes it back when we become Christians. He still um, gives us the the right to exercise that free will. So again, that's, that's something I'm learning. Again, this is not for everyone, but just sharing what this experience has been for me. And I know that this is going to bless someone because there, there are many of you who are asking God for some specifics and you're not hearing anything. And it's because God is saying, come on, baby girl, come on, baby boy. It's time for you to go ahead and make a step and just know that daddy is right here. Just know that I am here. You make the step. Okay. And so what I did when I was making that step is I did a little quote unquote research. Actually, I I Googled, okay? I Googled. And I think in this day and age, research and Googling have, (laughs) they've probably become kind of synonymous. But anyway, I Googled, so I got online and, and there were really, there were only two places that popped up in my mind. That was Colorado Springs and Denver. So I did a side by side comparison of the two. And the deciding factor for me was when I read that the winter weather is slightly milder in Colorado Springs than it is in Denver. Okay. So that's what my research resulted in. That was it. That was that defining uh, piece of info. So I said, okay, God, you've told me to go to Colorado. And after digging a little bit, I am going to Colorado Springs, okay? Then, this is the fourth thing, and this is the final thing that I want to share with you. After I made that decision when I was talking to God, this blew my mind, you all, because God started to confirm that decision, or maybe it's affirm. 
he started to affirm that decision over and over and over. I mean, oh my goodness, I, I get so excited when I talk about this because the things that started to happen, like I started to meet randomly, and I mean so randomly, people who were from not just Colorado, but specifically from Colorado Springs. Now, not only did he affirm the place, um, but he also began to affirm just the move, period. The whole move that I'm supposed to, I was supposed to wrap my life up in Texas and move to Colorado Springs. So many things started to happen. Um, I was able to uh, sell my house in record record time. My my real estate agent, um, who is also a very, very dear friend of mine, she was like, she said, honey, she said, God basically froze time for you. She said, this, the, what happened with the sale of your house, that's not happening at this time. But, but God picked a, a segment in time and froze it for me and my house did what houses were doing, you know, a while, while back. And so I was just in awe of that. There were so many incredible things that just started to happen, as I said before, that just affirmed this. Um, spiritually, again, I there was a peace. I mean, a tremendous peace in my spirit. And and here's what was what was um, what was key for me. There was confidence that I had in this. Now. As I have shared, I may have mentioned it just briefly, but the majority of my adult life has been steeped in fear. And I don't mean like, oh, I'm afraid for my life, my safety, not that kind of thing, but the fear of moving forward, the fear of launching out, the fear of failure to the point that it was immobilizing. So for me to feel as peaceful and as confident. Let, look, listen, let me tell you, there were and are still, <laughs> I'll say that, people who thought she has lost her mind or, oh, poor thing. The grief from her husband's passing is really taking a toll on her and she's probably just not in her right mind right now. Look, y'all, I know, I know it was, I know it was happening. I know the whisperings and murmurings were going on. And I also know there were some people who flat out said, that's not God. That's not God speaking to her, blah, blah, blah. Wah, 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 like Charlie Brown. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah. But when I say my confidence was on steroids in my faith and my knowledge of what God had shared with me and what he wanted me to do, there is no one who could have talked me out of it. I've never in my life, y'all, never been that confident ever. Never have I ever. I just want to make that clear in case I didn't make that clear. But yeah, just that confidence and, and again, that peace, it was incredible. And even thinking back to it now, um, because I, so I've, I've fast forwarded, I'm here in Colorado. I've, I got here in, in at the end of August. Um, it's been, what, what is this, about six months now? 
and I'm I'm pretty deep into this with God and and just living here and him doing downloading and and still teaching me so much in this new environment um and it has gotten hard it it has really gotten hard and at some point I will I may go into like the the details of of what's going on because I believe it's I believe it's very important that when we are sharing growth, when we're sharing what God is doing, it's important to be transparent because we get enough vague and ambiguity in uh, in sermons in churches, but not enough practical application. Like, what exactly are you saying? Like, what does that mean in layman's terms? And so I will be sharing with you exactly what this is looking like. Like, yes, you are really, you are on this journey with me for real. And I'll get into that. Um, But yeah, even now, that confidence, it's still here. It, it, It is still here. Even if I look back, even if someone came to me now from back then, when this all first started and says, you know, I bet, I bet you're rethinking that now. I, I bet you're not so sure now that that was God who was speaking. I would emphatically and standing firm footed say to them, it was still God. I know for a fact that it was. And so again, I wanted to share this. Let me just kind of go back and, and, and recap what it is that I've shared with you. But these are the four things that happened that, that led me to uh, making this huge leap of faith. Ah, what I did leave out was there was a previous season and God reminded me of this when he first started speaking because when I felt that prompting and God spoke the word, it I didn't just immediately embrace it. I, I went back and forth with God for a little while. It was just a few weeks because I had learned. You were in another season that prepared you for this. So for those of you who are looking at making a big leap, you feel, let me, let me just do the review first. First, there was a prompting. Then God spoke one word. I did a little research, AKA Googling. (laughs) And then God began to affirm that, um, that decision over and over and it was happening happening spiritually and naturally so someone is is getting ready to make a a leap of faith you're 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 feeling the prompting or you may have already heard God speak the word to you and so I just hope that you have um walked away from this podcast with just a little bit more insight on, okay, well, let, let me try this. Let me see. Perhaps God, are you, are you teaching me this lesson about growth and utilizing my, my free will and and choice, even within your will, you know? So, um, yeah. And then for some of you, God may be confirming it over and over, but you're not sure is that what he's really doing? And so perhaps you've now seen a little bit into what my, uh, that portion of my journey looked like to kind of look at yours and see, ah, okay, God, I kind of see some similarities here. No, you're not the same as me. I, ju- I do want to say that, but um, we are the body of Christ for a reason. We, we help one another. We sharpen one another. We learn from one another. We teach one another, all of that. So I do just pray 
that uh, someone is able to move forward with confidence, confidence and peace in something that God has spoken to you. Yeah, I pray that that is happening. And then as I end every podcast, remember that God wants to do life with you. He doesn't want to do it to you. He doesn't want to do it for you. He wants it to be a a partnership. He wants to do it with you. So I'll say that one more time. God wants to do life with you. Y'all be blessed.